everyone, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments, make sure to wrestle with the questions, and I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so we're here talking about you know living in the way of Jesus, patterning our lives totally. after him. I wanted to take a few moments talking about money, possessions, generosity, yeah. stewardship. Kind of what does that look like? Why is that important? So maybe kind of just to start off, like why talk about like money and possessions? Yeah. Like where does that intersect? Where does that with? come in? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, for me personally, the reason I would talk about it is I encountered the person of Jesus. God sort of revealed himself to me in this profound way in college. People taught me how to pray. Mm -hmm. They taught me to read the scriptures. Yeah. They taught me in some ways to live in community, practice hospitality, love my enemy, those kind of things. No one ever taught me about generosity. Really? Yeah, so I went years with this profound idol in my life mm. where my failsafe was money, right? Mm. Like temperamentally, I just, I'm good at saving money. I always have been. It's sure. sort of my default. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way I'm built. Like, totally. um, and so then I started reading some of the New Testament, started wrestling with some of Jesus' teaching, and he was talking about like, you cannot worship both God and mm, money. Yeah. Right? He's talking about your, this is Matthew 5, right? He talks about, uh, or 6, 5 or 6. 6, six yeah. there you go. Matthew 6, right? It's like, your treasure follows your heart. Yeah. Where your heart is there, your treasure will be yeah. also. So there's this interconnectedness now between money, treasure, things we value, and our heart. That our heart follows these things. And I started to be like, something's going on here. Like, I should probably pay attention to this. So I remember, I literally remember this. The first time I ever was generous with my money. I mean, this is ridiculous. You're going to laugh. But so we were in Santa Cruz, dollar slice pizza. We work in a group home. I didn't make much money, but uh, I like took this huge risk, huge risk. I treated my two friends to dollar slice pizza. I think I spent like $4 on them. And literally I couldn't even enjoy the pizza I bought. And I love pizza because I like my heart was so attached to that money. Yeah. Um, and I think it revealed a lot about me. Mm -hmm. It revealed a lot about what I trusted in, who yeah. I trusted in. Uh, it revealed a lot about like uh, what I thought was important. Yeah. And so I think one of the reasons I want to talk about this sure. is when I look at the New Testament, I just see this everywhere. everywhere. Jesus sure. talking about money all the time. The early church is talking about this. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe you want to like lean in a little sure, bit. Sure. Yeah. No, I remember kind of reading some about this and how even so many of Jesus' parables in his teachings, but specifically his parables, yeah. almost half of them, if not more of them, deal in some sort of fashion with money and possession. Crazy. And just a create as of all the different things that he could talk about yeah. or he could teach about, he seemed to get that part of the human condition yeah. was this kind of gravity or this pull towards the desire for more or yeah. you know, self-preservation self and just yeah. wanting more for ourselves. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, especially, you know, I think of the Matthew 6, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Yeah. That sort of the freedom or the way out of this yeah. is to not have our possessions have us or have our yeah. money have us, but that as we express the generosity that we've experienced from the Father yeah. in and through Jesus, that we become the kinds of people that are more shaped into Jesus' image as we practice yeah. generosity, as we practice yeah. stewardship. As That's good, right? Because it's this chapter 6, right? It's like... 
don't worship, don't worship money, right? God yes. or money, then it's heart follows treasure. Then, therefore, do not worry. Do not worry, exactly. Right? But seek first the kingdom. kingdom yeah. It's like, oh, maybe there's something there. Our, our anxiety and worry is sort of, it actually goes down as we trust in God. Totally. Seek first the yes. kingdom and actually are generous with what we have. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think there's an inverse relationship, if you, if you will. Yeah. The more that we kind of trust our possessions and our resources and the, you know, the material, if you will, yeah. there's an increase also of anxiety and worry wow. and a decrease in our actual ability to trust yeah. in God. And so there's this inverse that's happening. Wow. But what Jesus, I think, is offering and teaching us is that as we practice generosity, as we to kind of live in this sort of rhythm in this way yeah. that we actually become the kinds of people where this doesn't become like a burden. Yeah. Like where our treasures, our heart will be also, we become shaped from the inside out people yeah. that now want to be the kinds of people that are generous. So yeah. I think of uh, an author that we both appreciate, Jamie K. Smith. Yeah. He writes this book, you are what you love. Yeah. And kind of just even the premise of that title huh. being, he talks about like how an example being the shopping mall, okay. right? Human beings have created the shopping mall. But now the shopping mall now creates us in the uh, sense that as we go in there, sure. you know, all the gravity towards more and more and yeah. more creates in us this, this, this desire, need this for, need wow. that wasn't necessarily there before yeah. the shopping mall. That's but fascinating. the inverse, the opposite yeah. can happen where as we have place our treasure in the things of Jesus and mm. practice that tangibly yeah. in generosity, yeah. that now we become shaped more and more in a lot of ways wow. into the generous God that we worship yeah. and serve. That's cool. And there's just, I just really appreciate that. There's this profound relationship yeah. there. I think there's something to that where I know for me, this is not like the easiest thing, yeah, yeah. nor is it honestly the most enjoyable thing, right? Yeah. I love my stuff. Yeah, I love, yeah, you, you know, my money, <laughs> like you, right? I love the security of yeah, seeing yeah. like, you know, I have this and the yeah. whatever, the bank account sure. or whatever. Yeah, but we're not advocating like, yeah. you know, this is where I would say like, it bothers me that everyone thinks they are not called to give away all their possessions. Yeah. Uh, like I do think some people are. Sure. But it's also true that most of us are not called into giving away everything and going into exactly. debt. Yeah. Right? Like that is not this sort of American bent towards debt is also not like encouraged. Toward, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's good because it's not we're like we're not saying like, you know, you have to be like super poor and yeah. just live like this crazy minimal ultra minimalist yeah. life that's not healthy there's nothing wrong with saving there's nothing wrong with having a few wisdom cool yeah, yeah exactly having night there's nothing wrong with any of that it goes back to the posture of our heart yeah and just how we what kinds of people we are becoming yeah that's good and how that often does though play out in yeah. tangible practices yeah. of generosity yeah are we are we kingdom people or mall people exactly right? yeah no, i uh, read a book uh called plastic donuts by this guy named jeff anderson and he uses this analogy of his so the, it's called plastic donuts just sort of a weird title but he it, it's because he's playing with his like two-year-old daughter okay and she loves this little kitchenette set they yeah. have. And his daughter goes up to him and they're playing and she hands him this plastic donut. And it's like, oh, share with me. <laughs> right? Is this actually this beautiful yeah. offering of like, so sweet. Yeah, 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 right? Totally. And then his like 10 year old boy comes up and is like, here, dad, I have a plastic donut. <laughs> and it's not the same. It's not the same, yeah, it's different. Right? Yeah. And he's like, so he gives these four principles. And the first one is this like, the amount matters. Mm. Like when we're generous, yeah. this isn't like, a check mark thing, right? This is, you have a beautiful offering. Yeah. 
But this is part of our worship. So when it comes to generosity, money, these kind of things, like the amount matters. Totally. What we give matters. matters yeah. Two, he says this, you determine the amount. Huh. Right? So you get to, when you look at like from old through New Testament, there's generally this push towards generosity. Yeah. How exactly how much that is, there isn't a cap at the top. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like you get to determine it. Totally. Um, you know, for some person, this is the widow's might, right? She yeah. gives what she has. Uh, for the ultra wealthy person, like 10% might be too little. Totally, yeah. Uh, so you determine an amount, uh, you give according to your ability, right? So we all have a different amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, you determine the amount matters, you determine the amount, you give according to your ability, and it's all about the heart. That's yeah. the fourth one, right? That it's in the end, this is about our worship of God. Yeah. There's a relational element here. Totally. It's not simply about. Uh, hey, there's always a need out there. Give more, give more. It's like, no, no, no. This is about our worship of God. This is about seeking first the kingdom. Um, Sorry, I don't know. I resonate with that. I also just look at Acts 2, right? You look at the people that Jesus formed and the church they formed. Acts 2, right? All things in common. They share. They're radically sharing, right? Which flows out of the ministry and teaching of Jesus. It also presumes, I think, the way Jesus looked at the world was that and this is uh, Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's. Yeah. Right? This is James 1. Like, God, the Father, is the giver of good gifts. Yes. Yeah. Right? Totally. And so it's this sort of sense of trust in God's provision. Mm-hmm. That God's the owner of all things that we can trust him. Yeah. And I think generosity flows from there. Totally. Ultimately, it's this trust posture. It's not a checklist. Yeah. Totally. That's good because I think it's, it's really important that as we're talking about this, this isn't like, you know, a check the box sort of thing. Yeah. Like a have to yeah. kind of, you know, idea. Yeah. But that it's a response, it's the worship, right, yeah. of the God who, that we worship who is generous. Yeah. You know, Paul, I think, really highlights this when he's writing to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. It's just kind of one of this kind of climactic moment yeah. in, in the letter where he's talking about the generosity yeah. and how that, that has been a response to the grace that they have yeah, seen in their own lives. From yeah. God, and that the gifts that they are going to give that Paul's encouraging yeah. them through have been a response to, to yeah. the grace. And how Which is worship. essential to like Christian ethics. Exactly, yes. Like our behavior flows from a place of thanksgiving, yes. not earning, earning. Right? a place of or grace, not like accomplishment. Accomplishment, yeah. yeah. I think that's super important because I think that's what, what Paul highlights with what all of Scripture yeah, is good. highlighting is our posture and our response, and which, especially when we're talking about generosity, is just that it's yeah. a response to the generosity that's and cool. the grace of God that we have experienced. Yeah. And we begin to live out of that as a response to the goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of Acts 2, I also think of, you know, they share all things in common. Most of that's actually not money, probably. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Stuff, yeah. I think that's one of the invitations, too, of like the disciple of Jesus. Like, what do you have? Yeah. Right? So you have bank accounts, likely. Sure. uh, But you also have stuff. Yeah. And there's needs in the world. Like, I wonder if some of those things you have could be shared, right? That's the picture of the church. Like, sharing. Sharing, yeah. Uh, Some people share fields. Yeah. You know, most of us probably don't have an extra house or a field, yeah. you know, but we have stuff. And what does it look yeah. like to be stewards of that? Right? Yeah. This is not just stewarding our talents and our time, but also our possessions. Yeah. How can we share those things to the benefit of the church and the community? Yeah. No, that's really good. I think that can be just a very practical way of like, how then do we begin to practice generosity? Of yeah. course, I mean, we can, I think it's important, like money that has to be part yeah, of the totally. conversation. But also, too, just like exactly what you're saying, as there's different needs that come up in like your well community yeah. or in the relationships that you have, how can you as a community practically 
meet those needs, whether yeah. it's you know giving someone a meal or letting someone borrow a car or yeah. whatever the case a may car, be. A car, a exactly. coat, a ladder, so a tool. Exactly. There's so many, the yeah. options are endless, but all of these are moments and opportunities to practice the generosity and show the generosity totally. of the father to another yeah. human being that, that is in need. Totally. And to represent that in a tangible way. I think that's a beautiful invitation, a beautiful way to, totally. to be going to do that. So, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I think this is the, the sort of invitation then is maybe do an inventory. Yeah. Like, what do you have that God could use to meet needs in this community, exactly, yeah. in your well community, on your block, in your workplace? Yeah. And then maybe even having a little sort of even worship, devotion, space to say, all right, God, here's my bank account. Yeah. Here's my credit card statement. God, is this like a celebration in heaven? Yeah. Or is this like... Maybe I should make some tweaks, you know? Uh, But like connecting our giving with our worship. Yes. Uh, Connecting our actions externally with our sort of listening to the spirits leading and saying, all right, God, where are you leading me? Totally. How do I submit deeper and deeper into your kingdom? How do I seek, really seek you first? Yeah. Not simply just as a cool saying in Matthew 6, but like, no, no, like this is legit. This has traction. This is real. Yeah. Uh, so Wellspring, check it out. Uh, try and be generous. See how God is leading. Yeah. Uh, see how this goes. Cool. There we go. Awesome.